stuff. But I'll tell you one thing: there are so many products that we have bring that we bring in or have brought in that we have been so far ahead of the curve. I'm going to put my flag up, but I am good because we do our homework. You know, we search, we listen. Okay, we you know when we're able to travel, we travel there, and that's one thing we're always doing when we're traveling is looking for those niches, and that's what you know. And we get these things well, you know, we find them and we bring them in well before anybody else. And all of a sudden, like Coles has them. Well, oh, look, they got in at Coles. They didn't have it two years ago, did they? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. And, and I don't yeah. even see Curtis Stone anymore. Music opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good day, you all, and welcome to episode 51, Listener Questions. This is our anniversary. Uh, 50th Gold Week was uh, last, last week, week, and this week it's down the paper. <laughs> Back at it again. Yes. Or, you know, do they have certificates for gold bars? That could go for a bit of both. Yeah. Now, we actually have uh, our producers put together an audio gift. Wow. So here it is. <laughs> the hell is that? Sounds like when I go on a girls' weekend. Yeah. And so that is a concentrated all, bullet stalking. That's all of our shows played at the same time. At the same time. Okay. And, it, and I never heard anything sound so. Terrible. So, so boisterous. <laughs> All right. So we got to move on because we have limited, we've been told by our producer, okay, that we have very limited time. So yes. Brendan, the producer. So we'll do what we said. So a year on, is this podcast what you expected, Phil? Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you <laughs> caught me by surprise there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> See, just like day just one. delaying again. All right. <laughs> Let's get on to the uh, housekeeping. Okay, bit right. of housekeeping. Right, the listener discount logo. Look for that when you want to buy something online or click and collect. And That's this right. month is Harvest. Harvest that goes with fall harvest back meat. at home. Yeah, That's harvest right. Meat. So, um, you know, and those items do change throughout the month. Yep. So if you want something, get on it. Now, also, if you are enjoying the last 51 shows or you're just starting right now, you can go back. But please share. Um, Rate them, send us messages if you like, and you can at podcast at usafoods.com.au. Yep. And today's show is 30 plus questions about barbecue, meat, candy, orders, theme foods, uh, gluten and gluten free, culture, show ideas, seasons, discounts, and heaps, Ooh, heaps more. more. And there's more. And that's right. And Instead then of- uh, we got fun facts, which I'm um, like, how did I get involved with fun facts? You'll, le- you'll listen to I'll these. do this. Fun fact number one. On average, USA Foods receives about two full containers of product per month. So- and that, more during the holidays. And more during the holidays. And sometimes they show up all at once yep. in one week. So uh, that brings us to fun fact two, which is means Phil argues with the DAF, Department of Agricultural and Fisheries, at least twice a month. Or get aggravated. Or get aggravated. Yeah, I yell at Jeanette about him. Yeah. yeah. Well, then you come in and yeah. I hear a bit of that too. Yeah. <laughs> and at the moment, USA Foods has about 20 and a half full-time and casual staffers. Is that the little person? That the, no. 
it's a joke running around that I'm only hiring people shorter than me because okay. I've got a problem. No, that's that is our um, beloved leader at home, Jeanette. Oh, okay. She's a half person. <laughs> She's a full person, but oh. you know, just half online. Yeah. Okay. There we go. And again, presidential fact: Phil worked for Ross Perot. He ran for president. He did. Yep. That's and right. And he was the largest. Uh, Per, uh, the largest amount of people voted for a third party candidate was Ross Perot. That is exactly right. And it was because of him that Bill Clinton got in. There you go. He got beaten up by Bush though, right? Yeah. Well, he took away w. votes from W. Bush. Yeah. Right. So I don't think he was in the good books, even though they were both Texans. Well, see, that's the problem with the, with the way it's set up. Those third party, those third party. Uh, yeah. yeah. But once you lose, you lose, you're out. Yeah, Over here, it. the third party loses and, and they, they still run win. Everything. Yeah, I know, but I don't understand that. Right. Um, but we will be—we're going to take a break now because we've got a lot to fit in. Yeah, so take take a tasty break. That's right. We'll back after the break. Okay, Barbara, are you ready for the questions? This is the listener show that everybody's been waiting for. Yes, and I am happy to answer questions because I do that a lot. Yep. There we go. So the first one is from Jose, which I'm sure he's been called Josie a few times here. (laughs) (laughs) See that little thing on the E? Yeah, Jose. So I'd like his questions. I like your podcast. Could you cast it um, by means of Google Podcast? Uh, wait, so, go back to the producer for that answer. Yes, we can. At the moment, we're on everything. S- everything. So Spotify, Apple, Go- Stitcher, yeah. Google, YouTube. YouTube, Apple. Yes, yeah. Apple. So yeah, everything. So wherever and on the website, you can find it. So where? So now, Jose, you can find us wherever you like. Mm. Okay. And then from Luke, do you know where it's possible to get unsweetened iced tea mix? It seems impossible to find in Australia. And that was like the first one we talked about that the yeah. other week. That's right, because it was tea. And I don't know why we don't. Maybe uh, can we talk to the purchasing? Yes, the purchasing <laughs> department. Yes, we can. Well, we'll make sure that because we used to bring all the time. We used to get Nest in. Nest in. Yep. Mm. Um, and actually, there did used to be a brand here, but I haven't seen it in years, and it did not dissolve in the water. It was. Yeah. A, I mean, otherwise, you got to make it the hard way. Use a tea bag. Yeah. yeah, but we definitely do have the. We should be able to get the mix, so we will. Research that and get on that. Yeah. Thank you, Luke. Now, Lindy, when do you think you'll be getting your Czech cereals and puffed corn cereal? I, and then she also says, I do wish I lived in Melbourne. I really would love to get the rolls of dough. I think they're called Pillsbury dough. Yeah, the popping fresh dough. Popping fresh, that's right. Well, right now during our lockdowns and uh, also the problems getting things anywhere in the world globally mm. because of all the – going on like everybody's there's no containers there's no boats uh, i don't know what's going on but the prices keep on going up yeah you know. dramatically so anyway we're probably going to have very little of refrigerated product like the pillsbury coming back in shortly but then that will eventually go back to normal hopefully yep. uh the check cereals that was just like just one of the things that we lost okay when we had to change a uh, major supplier because one of them got bought out by a company and they said, no, uh, we're not doing overseas anymore. And then we went to the other one and we lost a few items there and it took us a while to catch up, but we did catch up. I know on the Czech cereals, they're not in yet, but, but they, they are 
on the way. Uh, that is very good news because yeah. a couple of those are the gluten-free ones too. Yeah. So a lot of people are interested yeah. in that. And the popcorn cereals like uh, sugar pops? Must be. Yeah. Must uh, be. We got sugar pops and stuff in. We do get that in. Yeah. Um, now with the dough as well, a lot of people get very disappointed that we can't ship it. Yeah. But it is. We tried we, at the beginning. So, it's too costly. It, it gets way out of hand because we have to do special packages. You have to do refrigerated, like little ice things in it that cost money. And it just gets And away. it got very difficult with Australia Post too yeah. because they couldn't. They don't guarantee. They don't guarantee it. So we just want to make sure all these items get to you safely and in one piece. So we couldn't do it with that. So maybe at some point that will improve. But at the moment, it's just an in-store item only. Yeah. And now we get from Seppo. Can you get Velveeta? And the second one is, can you get White Castle's frozen burgers? I wish. I oh, know. <laughs> yeah, we got those. I don't uh, know if they'd last to sell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we got to check this batch. <laughs> so the problem with Velveeta, it's a dairy product. And because of quarantine issues, anything over 10% dairy, and that, even though it's pasteurized, it doesn't come refrigerated, and it's probably processed and cooked. Uh, we yeah. can't prove that to the government and get what we need. We'll need a permit, yeah. and the same thing with the with anything with meat in it. Uh, we need a permit to bring it in. So when you're dealing with big companies like with Kraft on Velveeta, when we go back over there to the U.S. and we say that oh we would like to do this and bring it in and get a permit, oh you're in Australia, you need to talk to Kraft Australia. We call Kraft Australia. They say, no, that's an American product you need to talk. So they just handball it off. Uh, so and then if you then they if you do get somebody to talk to about it, okay, because we're not a Costco. Yeah. You know, then they'll say, Well, you know, that's proprietary. We can't give that information out. You know, the cooking methods and the temperatures yeah. that are all required to get a permit. And we say, Well, it just gets sent it to the government. No, that won't happen. But uh, it's difficult because there's some recipes that do call for it, but yeah. we do have, um, we get a high melt um, cheeseburger slice mm -hmm. that we uh, sell, and that melts very, very well. Very nice, yeah. Um, that's I, I have made mac and cheese with that. Yeah, and the, it makes the best grilled cheese sandwiches mm -hmm. ever. Yeah, and the uh, White House is, and even with the, uh, the U.S. government, Department of Agriculture in the U.S., have been complaining to the Australian government, because they've been on the uh, blacklist as far as mad cow disease for the last like 20 years. And there never was a mad cow disease in the U.S. Yeah. and But they've been blacklisted. And they never changed it. They keep on saying, oh, yeah, we're going to change it. We're going to change it. You know, but they had never, haven't. How unusual. Yeah. So maybe I, uh, It's protectionism. But they don't right. like to say that. You you know? can, so it's um, sort of like the thing with the apples with New Zealand. Oh, uh, yes. Well, can, yeah. maybe, maybe Sebo can write to his... Uh, um, representative and go, can you talk to them about changing that? If he really yeah. wants his Velveeta. Well, like that fellow, uh, Little Proud, I think his name is, he's, he's the charge of all of that stuff. Well, Daniel Little Proud, a little something his name is. So he's a, a minister on the federal bench and his that's he oversees that department. So okay. send there your cards go. and letters to him. That's right. Now, also, we did a copycat show a while back, so you might. So we had some White Castle burger ideas, mm -hmm. how to make it taste like yep. that and things. So why don't you have a listen to that, and that might help you out as well. There you go. All right. So now, Linda. Yes. How do you request a product that is not on the website? You can answer that one. Well, when you are on our website, if you scroll straight down to the bottom, there's a little section called um, product request 
right? Customer product request. You mm-hmm. click it, comes up, there's a form. So fill that in, give us as much information as you can, and we will have a look at it, see if our suppliers can get it. And if they can, and if it suits sort of what we're doing in our lines, we yeah. can try to get that. And we like trying new things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just, we just recently got so just got so many new, new products. We actually, all of us were making like happy shopping noises. Like, oh, 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 have you tried that? Now, um, people well, are speaking having, about the happy new products. So, yes. all the new products that we just got in. Yes. What's the, what's the one that you like the best? Um, could it be the Oreo popcorn? Oh. I like that. Okay. Um, I don't know. I like it. Oh, Cinnabon cookies. Oh, those, those little oh, cookie things. Yeah, those they were good. Magical. What, I, else? I like what the, am I thinking? Yeah, no, I, I was. My favorite thing was that the Looney Tunes thing from Space Jam <laughs> for the kids. <laughs> so these are like little things that have like I don't know two grams of candy in it, but they call it candy. Yeah, it's got a toy. Yeah, but one's a little fan. All the graphics are just tremendous. Mm-hmm. You know, well, well done. Some really good, yeah, gifty yeah. things. And then the, the best one was the Looney Tune logo, and you press the button and it plays the thing. <laughs> And well, that goes up. across generations. We all yes. knew that. Yeah. Oh, and, and if it was for Looney Tunes, so I never knew who Verdi was or that's Rosie right. Lee. All the good music. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a bit of opera in there. Did you see the Elf in the Shelf cereal? Yes, we had Elf on the Shelf cereal. I don't and know it- how we got that because that was way, way past Best Buy day. Uh, I don't know, but I'm going to get some because it's sugar cookie flavored. Yeah, and I'm going to give it a shot. But there we go. Now, reserving a product, we don't really do that. So if there is um, a product that's out of stock and you want to know about it when it comes back in, there's a subscribe link. So you click on that, fill in your information, and when it is received into stock, you get an email and it lets you know. And going also with a lot of things, a lot of people say, well, I I requested it, I put down notify me, and it never got one. A lot of times because we can't get the product back. So we got to... Yeah. We, we have it on our agenda to do a big cleanup on the things that we yeah. can't get anymore. And there's also, if it's a different size, yeah. so if you wanted the 18-ounce and the 12-ounce came in, you won't get notified for all of the things, just yeah. the size you pick. So I do recommend people click every size. Yes. So, you know, we might not get the big grape nuts. We only get the little ones and vice versa, and that way you'll get it's, something. At least you get something. That's exactly. right. Exactly. You know, and then there's um, – a lot of times if we get, like, say, with mac and cheese, yep. we can't get the craft mac and cheese because no. of what we just explained before, because of proprietary reasons, but we can get the generic store-bought yep. ones, which are equal, yep. a lot of times, but at least they're from the U.S. They taste like home. They absolutely yep. taste like the thing that you're looking for that's missing in the mac and cheese here. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Liz J., so she had, she is a very regular listener and contributor on YouTube. Um, she has a few talking points. So one of them is one thing I missed when I came to Australia was being able to get milk at McDonald's. I see got Mc- milk? Got milk. That's right. I see McDonald's has chocolate milk hot and cold as well now in the US. Now, I was talking to Brennan about that because he was thinking of kids, but my dad used to sit down at the table and have a big glass, glass of, of milk. milk with his meal. Huh. So I think milk is a more uh, – it's a bigger beverage at home to accompany a meal than it is here. Like it's water or yeah. cordial. So I think that's why McDonald's probably doesn't have it um, here. And also she, because when we were talking about the Hershey's and the Mars wars and all of that, yeah. she recommended there's an excellent book about chocolate in the U.S. It's called The Emperors of Chocolate Inside the Secret World of Hershey and Mars by Joel Glenn Brenner. 
There you go. Okay. Mm. Now Probably we've got Amazon for that one. That's right. We're both food nuts, so I might look that up. And this is something Lizzie said, one of the yummiest salads I ever had was fresh peaches, lettuce, and blue cheese dressing. Wow, that's strange, but it sounds good. It sounds lovely. And yeah. I'm just thinking I could just uh, taste now the peaches. With the tang but of the blue cheese. But you know what cheese? always comes better? Peaches out of a can is always better than fresh peaches. It is. <laughs> Usually fresh, there's a high disappointment level depending on if yeah. just That's the right. little Kramer thing, you know? <laughs> you, you bite into fruit, it looks beautiful. And I was like, oh. It's, it's like so pattery apricots. Yeah. But I notice there's a big difference between salads here and at home. So the two salads you can get is just your usual green salad with maybe cucumber and tomato yeah. or a Greek salad. And that's it. That's it, yeah. Where at home you get- Salad with bacon. <laughs> Cobb salad or, you know- Waldorf salad. Waldorf, all those right. things. And they we do weird stuff like stick fruit in it. And yeah. it's good. Mm-hmm. So I think when we went to McDonald's, actually this, this suits Liz's whole thing. We went to McDonald's off the plane straight to Disneyland. Yeah. There were a few arguments that day because we're tired. But the first thing we did was go eat and the kids got- chocolate milk Ainsley got chocolate milk because she's like there's chocolate milk on the menu <laughs> and like they have it during the day and it was this giant cup she's like I'm in heaven yeah and all I wanted was a big giant salad and it had like cranberries and blue cheese and nuts and yeah when you order a, a large salad it's a large salad it took us a couple of days to get used yeah. to uh serving <laughs> sizes yeah. so yes yeah, so we there is a big difference and I do I do miss salads back at home so now Ava mm-hmm. comes up. What was the pumpkin pie ingredient that Barbara, that's you. That's me. Provided and provided a Michaela. Michaela on your live show. Um, well, that she we saved her from using the wrong pie crust first. Yes. That's yeah, because right. a lot of people use the graham pie crust, which tastes okay, but it's not too traditional. Yeah, that's right. So we um I took her over because we have pumpkin pie spice. Yes. So we have a blend that's our blend, and you can use that while making your pumpkin pies or pumpkin bread, mm. or and it's beautiful. You put in your drip coffee. Yes, we've done that. Yeah. And the way the coffee beans go, and it just drips yeah, in. Yeah, grind through it. It's yeah. beautiful. So that's what I grabbed for Michaela that day. Mm. And then Andrea asked, do we have Cool Whip? I wish we did. Yes. Uh, we don't have Cool Whip as such, but as we have – uh, no. it, it comes unwhipped, and you got to whip it. Yes, okay. so, it's, so it's so it's a kosher product. Uh, actually, we got uh, Richards. Yeah, Richards from, Whip and and Hadas. So they're both from the U.S. Yeah, probably both at the same factory, same well, little cottons. It looks like. And Richards is older than Kool Aid. Uh, cool, um, Kool Aid. Yeah. So you know that's the original non dairy topping. Mm. But I was saying, if you can't get to our shop. Um, when I used to find recipes that needed Cool Whip, I think part of the reason you need it is it stays solid. Yeah. So if you mix whipped cream with um, either the icing sugar that has cornstarch in it or just a bit of cornstarch in it, it right. will hold a oh, bit hold longer. Yeah, it won't just flop down. Yeah, that's right. So if you're making a lovely gelatinous salad recipe, mm-hmm. <laughs> something you need Cool Whip for, that will work. Yeah, but before the uh- – COVID kicked in. We were yeah. talking about uh, starting to import frozen foods. But That's now right. COVID and then everything went by the wayside. So we got to wait till things get somewhat back to normal. Then we're going to reinvestigate that and then we will bring in a real cool, cool whip again. Yeah. And that was exciting because yeah. there was like some breads and some good yummy treats. Yes. So we're looking into that. But that will be after, when things get back on the shipping side. Yeah. yeah. Now, 
But Sophia, so this is sort of going back to mm. Ava's question. So what kind of crust do you use for a pumpkin pie? You, you're the baker. Yes. Well, you and use- And a candle maker. <laughs> that's right. You use, um, you do not use a graham cracker crust traditionally. Um, you can use it. It's good with a cheesecake if you make yep. a pumpkin cheesecake. Or, or a- uh, Key lime pie. Key lime pie. All yeah. of that sort of stuff. But you need a short crust pastry. Um, we sell that frozen in mm. the shop as well. So you can get that there. Or um, we do have box mixes closer to holiday seasons. We get that in. And if you don't have that, I have got a really um, good recipe that I might throw in at the end. And we're going to be doing, have a bonus recipe on the uh, old Nat Nosh. Okay. New whatever Brendan named it. Ripper. Ripper something or others. Okay. We should get that about six more months into this one before you change it again. Okay. And Layla. Layla. Do you have cornbread dressing recipe? A cornbread dressing. What's a cornbread dressing? That's the one I write out and give away to customers every year. That's my mother's. I'm sorry, mom. Oh, okay. So it's a. So. Good. Two boxes of Jiffy corn mix. Just yeah. bake it about four days before you're going right. to use it. So bake it, chop it up, and let it go stale. Right. So I stick it in the oven sometimes and dry it, put a tea towel over it. So the morning you're making it, Get a whole stick of butter. So I'm talking 250 grams of butter. Mm -hmm. Throw it in a pot, um, several stalks of celery, one or two onions, and then you just saute that. Smells beautiful. You then, so you want it to be sort of slushy with the butter in it. Yeah. Then you add, um, like the song, parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. Um, Throw in your cornbread dressing. Um, you want to throw and then add some uh, chicken broth or stock, throw that in. And it's then it's just a game of seeing how wet and dry right. it is. I don't put it in the bird. I make dressing, so I put it to the side and cook it. Lots of pepper, lots of salt, um, and then a couple of eggs, beaten eggs to put just one or two, depending on how big of a pot you're making, and just to hold it together. And then you put it in um, – lasagna pan, 13 by 9 inch. Sorry, you're going to have to translate. And bake it till I put it for a half hour with foil on top and then I finish it with that off so it gets crunchy on the top. See, um, you know what threw me off? What? Dressing. Dressing. Oh, stuffing. Stuffing. Yeah, so well, technically, confused, Mr. Carter. (laughs) Vinny, get out of my class. Um, If it's in the bird – it's stuffing. Oh, okay. If it's separate, it's dressing. Or really, it's whatever your family calls it. You know, yeah. it's mm-hmm. stuffing that's not in the bird. So mm-hmm. it's unstuffed stuffing. So I do usually type that out. So then stovetop shouldn't be stovetop stuffing. It's just stovetop dressing. It but should then they're confused. The rest of the Americans like, I got confused. Should be yeah. dressing or stuffing. Dressing yeah. slash stuffing. And um, also, if one thing, I actually get a good old box of stovetop mm-hmm. or whatever I can get. Because if I need to add more flavor or right. if it's too wet and I've used everything, I could put that in as well. And sage. I forgot that. Lots of sage. Sage, yeah. sage yeah. is good. Oh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful one. Okay. Now, Zoe asked, do Canadians have Thanksgiving? Eh? eh? So they do. and It's, it's a uh, very polite holiday. Yeah. It's uh, about a week before, I believe. It is the second week of October. It's yeah. the second – on a Monday. It's on, oh, it's in October, not November. Yep. Yep. And they probably celebrate it basically with the same foods that we do. They do. And I had a little peek 
because we kind of do that in August and go, oh, that's right. Canadian Thanksgiving is yeah. coming up. Um, so sure we have enough clam made That's right. And do you know, it's older than American Thanksgiving. Oh. Yep. So they started that. And um, they serve basically the same foods. and Just moose on the menu. <laughs> That's right. Got no turkey day, but we got moose. We got moose for you. And the standard dessert is pumpkin pie. Were they giving thanks to the same thing? Well, no. Originally, um, it was an explorer that came over and gave thanks for a safe voyage and for everyone being okay. But they actually, it's funny you mentioned that, they actually yearly will give it a theme. So, oh. so this year we're thankful for, you okay. know, Co-vaccine. Vaccine. Vaccine. Yeah. This, you know, or we, you know, whatever it is. I get to see that on the Macy's it. Day Parade, right? A big needle coming down the street. <laughs> Might freak out some people yeah. that are having Well, freak out the guys that are holding the balloon in front of it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's very good. Okay. And that, oh, by the way, there's, uh, I think there's 16 or 32. Is it? There's a large number of countries that do celebrate some mm. form of Thanksgiving. And it's it's a beautiful holiday. Like I always said, it's my favorite because there's no yes. presents. It's just all the right stuff you want it's from the biggest it. Biggest holiday in America. It's non sectarian. Everybody celebrates. That's right. And everyone surely has a drunk uncle or aunt somewhere that they have to avoid <laughs> at some point. Okay, Elijah. Mm-hmm. As an Australian doing Thanksgiving, what are your some must-haves? Now you're the big Thanksgiving freak over here. Oh no. Guys are as well. You and Jeanette do very well. Um, okay, my family would say you have to have stuffing slash dressing. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't do mashed potatoes. A lot of people do that. Yeah, we do roast potatoes. Yeah, and I don't do any because I do my candied yams. Yeah. So sweet potatoes of some sort. Um, we've got to have cranberry sauce of some sort. You have to. Yeah. I personally think and you have gravy. Great. Yes, I that's a sin. Um, turkey. Um, although my mom always had to cook ham for my aunt Blynn because she didn't like turkey. Yeah. She's very needy. I remember my friend Johnny. Yes. Because he, he knew like everybody in the neighborhood and and all the old men knew him, you know. So so when Thanksgiving came around and he goes to one of the old men in the apartment house, he goes, Mr. So and so, what are you what are you having today? Did you have thing turkey for you? He goes, No, no, he had chicken. Chicken. <laughs> And so from there on, he called him Darky. Yeah, <laughs> that's what was his nickname. <laughs> that's how those things happen. Yes. Um, now, vegetable-wise, you, we always try to pretend something's healthy because Thanksgiving's in spring here, not autumn. So mm. I do asparagus and I do green beans of some sort and you can throw in the green bean casserole. If yeah. you want, which um, has fried onions on it and a can of soup. Yeah, that, that's like a really traditional thing. That is. Yeah, and we, we probably had just about all the same things. The only thing I could think of that you didn't mention is mushrooms. Oh, we had mushrooms. My mother used to make the mushrooms. Uh, oh, you, well, when we had, when I came over, you had those beautiful mushrooms. Mm. Those are magnificent. I love that. Yeah, when, like a little bit of tomato and onion yep. in it. My mother, I don't know if that's like, I, I doubt it's an Australian recipe, but she somehow can, you know, contrived that from, uh, probably something that she had here and then mixing it with an, a little bit of Italian zest to it. Well, perfect. Well, it's perfect thing. Brendan's mom used to do it. What did it have? Zucchini, onion, tomato, and something else. He's not having a good memory of it. Um, now there, and pie is the dessert of choice. Yeah. So pumpkin, pecan, um, 
Some people have sweet potato. Some people have apple, cherry. And I remember all the time we used to have uh, whole nuts on the table, like whole almonds, oh, whole yeah, nuts with the, with the cr- nutcracker. Yep. It was yep. the start of that season. Mm. And, and I, chestnuts. Oh, I love chestnuts. Oh, but we have to wait for that because it's actually fall. That, yeah. You have to go through that now. And regionally, there's different. there are differences. Like I know in the East Coast, sort of some places have oyster dressing. Which I never had that. No, yeah. I never wanted that either. There's sausage dressing, which we never did. There's just, always put sausages in the stuffing. Ooh. No, I've never had that. Yeah. Oh, I've had it when you've made it, and yeah. that was good. Uh, I've never made it that way. And you know, sweet potatoes come in either mashed with marshmallows on top, yeah. or or brown sugar. That's right, or in coins in a syrup, or just mashed with yeah. no. But special. we always had the casserole. Yeah, it's yeah. just so good. It is very good. And um, now our customer, Sally, she flips. She's living in um, Alice Springs, if I remember correctly. Um, she flips Thanksgiving for 4th of July. We have talked about that briefly before yeah. because the weather is it's the not, opposite. Yeah. So on so 4th of July, she makes all the heavy-duty stuff, all the baking and everything. And then come Thanksgiving, it's Hot dogs and hamburgers. Yes. So that, and there's evidently a whole group of expats up there that have done that. And uh, we'll talk about that in a second because we've got some seasonal, yeah. seasonal questions as well. So Jessica goes on, speaking of seasonal. Yes. What's a good candy for Halloween? Well, traditionally, it's always candy anything, corn. Candy corn, anything wrapped. Anything wrapped. Yeah. That, yeah. That you could notice if somebody stuck a pin in it. <laughs> Right, or if you're my dad, take it to the hospital and get it x-rayed because he was caught. Um, <laughs> don't give jalapeno jelly bellies because that's bad. Um, now, any tips for carving pumpkins? No, <laughs> I think probably the nicest ones mm-hmm. are uncarved, and somebody that's a little have artistic things use water paint and paints faces well, and stuff on them. I have to disagree, Phil. Well, we we didn't have that talent in my family. Well, neither neither painting or carving, <laughs> so it was plastic. Plastic, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, my dad was a uh, psycho carver. He'd have oh. so many pumpkins, and he'd do really intricate ones. You could just see him. The psycho he comes out with a <laughs> miniature chainsaw. That's <laughs> and my, my parents were divorced for my whole life, just yeah. about. And dad used to. Bring over a bale of hay for mom's front porch to put pumpkins oh, on. Oh, good. It was nice. Now, if you get something that you like, like a, a face or a pattern or a house, or mm-hmm. right, if you get that, photocopy it, put it on the pumpkin, tape it on, and poke little holes around the outline. Right. Then you get woodworking tools, like fine oh, yeah. um, saws and like hacksaw blades and all of that. Mm-hmm. And you can carve out really really nice designs. I mean, there's some of that just... Oh, they're beautiful. But then if, if it gets too soft, then it just like, you know, if you get a hot day... <laughs> the yeah, here just, especially. Yeah, a pumpkin just disintegrates oh. and it just... No! I'm <laughs> melting! <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we usually wait until the weekend before and doing yeah. that. And, and it's cold also yeah, in America. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so... Also, we put little votive candles that are battery operated yeah, in it. Safer. Yeah, safer. Yeah, and, and they, they they don't blow out. And you know, yeah, you're not baking that hot yeah. pumpkin that has that smell. You know that smell when Ooh. it starts singeing on the inside. It gets Blah. rotten, and then the kids pick them up and throw them on things. You know, if you don't give them anything good. Yes, shh. Don't I don't know if that's cut on here. And then Matt goes, "What are the ways to cook turkey?" Well, I guess there's three. Yes. In the oven, 
Yes. On the Weber. Mm-hmm. Or fry that baby. <laughs> and that was, you know. Fire, had- fire, fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now yeah. you are the uh, fryer expert. Fire, fire. Yeah. So if you, the day after Thanksgiving or whatever over here, so be on the Friday of Thanksgiving, just go uh, Google some U.S. news networks. <laughs> Shows and whatever in the news, and uh, you always see a fire, fire. Yes, you, know, you do. Oh, now, a house on 39th and Melrose just burnt down due to, uh, you know, the, the frying a turkey. And I like home. the one we saw. It, it was on the second floor <laughs> on of the a patio. Balcony, and yeah. it just went everywhere. <laughs> now, how long does it take you to deep fry a turkey? About 27 minutes. So I take about four hours yeah. to sort cook Sort of like mine. doing my uh, pizza now. You know, it takes me He's 90 quick. seconds. He's got it down. Yeah. Yeah. And um, my poor stepfather, we had a turkey problem one year with the Weber, and it was, I think it was the next Thanksgiving before it was done. <laughs> and I'm sure my mother never lets yeah. him forget that. And I have now brought it up. I'm sorry, Herman. I love you. Yeah. But if you got to do it on a Weber, which a lot of people do here, yeah. make sure it's, it's makes in- sense. indirect. So yep. get your, your coals nice and hot. And make a big hole in the middle and put the turkey above the emptiness yep. and where the flame is or the heat's around the outside so you don't roast to kill the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, so, so indirect cooking. That Those are the best ways. And now Ryan mm-hmm. asked if, um, can you take us through different types of barbecue? Can you recommend a good American barbecue cookbook? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I've been just uh, taste of home is for barbecue you know without buying a cookbook yeah you know just the website taste of home and that's where i yeah relive my uh kansas city bean <laughs> recipe oh yes that's there. a good one but, uh, but a lot of it's you know you get a decent rub you know and uh just make sure look to see where it's made first of all yeah because there's a lot of bogus rugs out there that look american but yeah they're made not. in china yeah yeah, I'm true. I but it's at the butcher. I'm looking at this. Oh, yeah, it looks made, looking at the bottom back of it. No, made in China. You know, and that. No, no, no. sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay. And then when they say also one of our major f- supermarkets on the back of their magazine has all these like supposedly American rubs and barbecue sauce, Louisiana rub. I don't know anybody in Louisiana that rubs anything. <laughs> Not yes. meat anyway. No. Oh, Phil, this is a soundbite for today. Yeah, so rubs are basically, you got Kansas City, Chicago, Texas, and the Carolinas. That's right. Those are your your states. If you go to see something and they're from that state, one of those states, that's usually your your best. That's right. Okay, and it depends what you're doing. If you're doing beef, you want to do beef, look for a Texas rub. You want to do pork, go to... uh, North Carolina. Or Kansas. In Kansas. Yeah. Kansas is both, you know. Yeah. But I, I personally find I use my, you know, I, I don't have the patience or a smoker to sit out there for 48 hours and making no. sure it doesn't go out and smoking it. I just sous vide it. Yes. I put my rub on, put it in a little pack, put the vacuum, vacuuming it out, you know, so you vacuum sealer. Yeah. And then I sous vide it for 36 hours. It's all done. Only thing I now got to do is sear it off. Oh, beautiful! And it, and it just falls off the bone, perfect all the time. And then that's when, and it's not dry. Like yep. I see those people on, you know, barbecue sites on uh, American Australian barbecue, and they're all doing briskets, and they're all complaining. Oh, why is this so dry? What is just it's overcooked? Mm. If you sous vide it. You'll never have that problem. Then you could just finish it off on the barbecue just to get that sear and you want to get that smokiness yep. into it. 
And it's perfect. Well, and the thing is too, when you put sauce on things like ribs or whatever, you want that at the end. At the end, right. You never it, cook with sauce. Now, and people make that mistake. Well, because the butcher's here, well, you want to buy ribs and or chicken and it's already done in a sweet sauce. Sugar burns. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, you know, you need to get and a then plan. Then it gets tough and, yep. and and also you can't cook ribs slowly fast. No. You know, maybe in a pressure cooker, but no, it's Yeah. And that would that be like fast sous vide yeah, in a way? Used it's to just say, like you know, I don't know if they still have the stubs bottles now. It's owned by McCormick's. Yeah. Uh, but the original one used to say it's got to be as slow as the Mississippi. That's exactly right. Yeah. So now, actually, the next question was from Lily was asking if a rub goes on everything. So we've kind of answered that yeah, as I've, well. I've, yeah. If you get like we, we have Zach's rubs from Texas. Yeah. And my favorite is sweet. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, I put that on. Every, uh, you I put can put it on chicken. burgers, you can put it on chicken, yep. you can put it on steaks, you know. And then you get, if you don't want the sweet, if you want more smoky, you got a hickory one. And then you got the brisket one, which yep. has no smoke or no sweetness into it. Yeah. They are fantastic, Those yeah. the, that run. And I also um, – my dad used to make his own. So once you get the taste of what you want, you can play around yeah, and, and play around. really just well, make that, your that's own that's what thing. I did with mine now. So – before you put a rub on, I used to always put olive oil on. Mm-hmm. So you need to, some moisture so the rub will stick onto it. Absolutely. Especially like, and then I put it into the plastic bag and sous vide, right? But so I now mix a little bit of whiskey, Ooh. whichever your favorite is. Yes. And maple syrup. Ooh, Phil. And then mix that around and I get a little brush and I brush the meat with that. And then I coat it with the with the rub. Oh, very nice. So it's got something good to stick it to. So the next time mm. that you make something, just don't forget that one hasn't come into work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the nice thing also with, with to be in it, because it's in that, you know, that uh, cryopack bag, so to speak, yep. is after you cook it, I, I just, okay, we're not having it today. I just throw it in the freezer. So whenever I want it. Ready to go. It's ready to go. And oh. I think I do is brown it up. That is fantastic. Yeah, so easy though. Now, we've got – now, on meat, Riley has asked us – it's almost like the producer put these in the right order. Yeah. Riley um, has asked, what is the name of the butcher we've mentioned in the past who does – and that would be the butcher who does our bacon and our breakfast sausages. Uh, yeah, it's Peter Brashaw. Yep. Okay, he's a, he's a wholesale butcher. Uh, but, you know, find a good butcher in your neighborhood. Yep. Get away from the uh, – I mean, I like Aldi and all that, but – Oh, yeah, go to someone you, that you can talk to that's actually you talk to and get cutting. a good piece of meat and you're not yeah. going to get one that looks good in the package. And when you open it up, it's falls apart or it's, it's in yeah. pieces. Uh, we have one out in uh, Marriott Waters, O'Brien's, mm-hmm. and I have not gotten any bad piece of meat. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. We, um, now, I used to – what are some of the typical American cuts of meat that we, we don't know about? One of them, and I was lucky enough to find a butcher that worked in Alice Springs, where oh, all the really? Americans are, so he would cut tri-tip for me. There you go. And then for a while, Costco had tri-tip, and now there's a tri-tip dessert. Like before, you'd never seen anybody with uh, brisket. No, brisket. Yep. Because yeah. yeah. so, it was going to the animal food. <laughs> that's right. I think things have different names, like London Broil, yeah. and you know, I'm still- yeah, when do I, I haven't had London Broil or Chateaubriand. That's right. What? So I don't what know. Are these, these animals come with it? Do you know what's funny? <laughs> is my dad loved barbecue and, and meat so much. When I left, he actually photocopied. So this was like 91. Yeah. So there's he photocopied. I had- the half of the cow with the different cuts of meat. And he said, just go to a butcher if mm-hmm. you don't recognize and bring that with you. Yeah. It's like, 
Only my dad would think of that as a parting gift yeah. as I went. And, and then also, you know, when you got a good cut of meat, one thing that's essential is have good tools to cook it with. Yep. Okay. So cast iron pans. Cast iron is one, especially with steaks. Mm. You know, if you look at any good steak recipe, cast iron grill is in there, a cast iron pan. Yep. And don't buy the cheap ones because that's why they're cheap. There's two major ones that everybody would talk about and everybody would recommend is Loge mm-hmm. and Victoria. Yep. Those are the two. Everything else falls way down. Yep. Okay. In quality, in the feel of it, the weight, the durability, how it's cast, all of that yep. is part of it. And then once you got a season, you don't need any, you know, it, nothing sticks to it. No. No, that's right. Now, Penny. Not not our Penny that we've had on a few times, but a diff- another customer named Penny. Do you have any of these junior mint flavors? Well, I only know one of them that she put on the list. So she has orange and black inside outs, pastels individually wrapped. No, those would be like York pepper and pepper. Yeah, they would. Caramel and hearts. Well, hearts will be Valentine's Day. Yep. Uh, but I only have seen the original ones and caramel. Yeah, that, those are the two we've had. Yeah. Now, with us, sometimes the candy. The will be Easter. Yeah, so that would be onto seasonal, and which will we'll cover maybe. And the wraps will be like Halloween. Yeah, yeah probably because yeah, like- you individually wrap. Mm-hmm. With seasonal candies and special flavors, we can't guarantee that we'll get you them. Get them in time. Yeah. And sometimes we get them as a surprise. Like yeah, they, exactly. you know, they. Junior Mensa will give you those. So yeah. sometimes we we actually do try, and we if we can get things in like that, we will. Um, but sometimes things don't go to plan. Okay, so now Grace comes up. What is what's the most American candy? Well, Hershey's. Like the, I'd say Hershey's yeah, Hershey, bar. Hershey is Hershey's, Mars, and Nestle. And Nestle's not even American. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Well, M and M's. Yeah. So M and M's, which is Mars. Um, and how many, Tim goes, how many types of candies do we have in the store? Lots. And it varies all the time That's depending right. on what we can get when we can. But right now, we started in the new format of the store yep. with one whole line of confectionery. Mm-hmm. Now that has grown to two. Yes. Yeah, you know, two whole big lines of it. Oh, yeah. it is great. And then there's little things hanging around, little shippers, what they call shippers, little display yep. things all over the store with other candies in it. Uh, it's fantastic because every time I walk out, there's something new that's come out yep. and it's very exciting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have those little um, Nick and uh, – those little wax bottle candies, Nick yeah, and Sip. Yeah, Nick and – yeah, Nick and Licks, yeah. <sighs> those are fantastic. Nick and Lick. Nick and Lick, yeah. yes. And, uh, yeah, then we get some funny ones that uh, <laughs> Sean keeps on buying. You know, well, the thing with the lips on. Oh, it. Oh, I know, and people go nuts for that stuff, though. Yeah, and, and like the American little enough, the it? little poop candies. Yeah, the like little, the poop emoji. Yeah. Now she so got one that looks like has lips on it with like bubble, bubble gum, gum out of it. Out. Yes. Okay, yes. but on all of that and M and M's. So Connor goes, how many different flavors have you had on M and M's? <laughs> I mean, there's a list of them. Right. So we got like intense cocoa, sixty-five percent caramel, which we had yep. Easter Sunday, which was Easter, so we didn't get that one. Hot chocolate. I'm, not, I'm confusing that we had a hot chocolate Oreo, so I'm yeah. not sure if I'm cookies and scream. That'll be Halloween birthday yep. cake we have had, or yes. it's coming in. Yep. Uh, s'mores, I think we had yes. that crispy s'mores. Orange, nope. Dolce leche, which Dolce is caramel. Leche. Yeah. yeah. Nah. Wild cherry, nope. Nope. Toffee peanut, nope. Pumpkin spice latte. I know we, I brought them back on a trip 
But you we never did. Had them in store. And you brought those back and you brought back um there was a pe- coffee nut and pecan pie. They had and one too. Pecan pie, yeah. Yep. And that's uh then we got pumpkin spice banana split. That'd be interesting. Mm. Toffee apple, raspberry. I think we had that. I think yes, we had raspberry. Hazelnut? Mm, not sure. I know now we have chili nut and you also have a Mexican jalapeno. I know I did bring back some you did. that were hot. I think it was a jalapeno. Yeah. Lamington. That might have came out of uh that would have been here. Tea. Yeah. Red velvet. Red velvet. I don't know mm. if we had that. Candy apple. Oh, I mean it's this carrot cake. But a lot of these are just short-run things. They yep. just come out, and sometimes are regional, too. Yep, that's right. And sometimes certain stores but have- we're them. always looking for new ones. So yeah, uh, always like white chocolate tell us. It just came out recently. That's a new one. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we'll have it here, and if it's popular enough, then next thing you know, Mars themselves will be producing it here. Yeah. yeah. If you get- like um, Crispy was one. Yeah, if you go back to the when the I talked about the yeah. product request form, if yeah. you see something like that- Put it on there because we'll, we will definitely have a look. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jason asked, what's the big deal with Mexican Coke? Well, it's in a great bottle. Okay. It is a glass like bottle. Really heavy duty bottle. Yeah. Uh, it does taste so much different than Australian Coke or American Coke. Yeah. It's heavier in like velocity. Uh, it's not as fizzy. Yep. More and syrupy, it, meaning heavier. That's yeah. right. And it's and it's got um is made with cane sugar, yeah. not corn syrup. Mm-hmm. So that's important. And the hipsters sort of made it happening in New York oh. way back when Brooklyn there you go. brought them all in. And then now everyone wants them. Okay. Now Jules wants to know, do we have gluten free food? We actually have a lot of incidentally gluten free. Yeah, like they say our M and M's. Or yeah. gluten-free because they're made a different way than the ones here. That's right. So if you don't get the crunchy or the um, pretzel ones, mm. because as Americans use corn flour to thicken things, not wheat flour, which they do here. Yeah. So that's why. a lot and of the- there, And there's a controversy also because some products we get in are oats, and they have the American celiac label on it. Yep. But it's not recognized here in Australia. Yes, so we'll have to leave that one up to you. And a lot of our barbecue sauces are gluten-free as well. So same same thing with um, using corn flour if anything needs to be uh, thickened. Yep, and then we have Giovanni. Giovanni, who is a longtime customer. So he has some show suggestions, which is good. makes our life easier. Yes, please. We need show Show suggestions between the two of us. Yeah, so anybody that has any, let us know. That's right. Yeah. So look at states by state specialty cuisine. I think we've yeah. done similar to that. Similar things, yeah. but yep. Hot dogs, mustard, delis, potluck. That's next week's show. Yeah, potluck's next week, and we've done delis, mm-hmm. but hot dogs and mustard, because hot dogs are a different experience at home. Than well, here. it should be maybe hot dogs and sausages. Yeah, something like that. But tube, yeah. tube steaks. <laughs> oh, my God, that's awful. That's what that we is- call them. It's, it's a tube steaks. I don't need to. That's gross. Dishwater dogs. Yeah, yeah I know that one. I actually referred to them as dishwater dogs the other day. It's like I, I've been taken over. quality one using quality meat. He rang me. Oh. Brutal. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Maybe we should it's talk to him. Mystery meat, and you know, <laughs> people want to know. I'm not taking an injection for COVID. I, I'm not putting that in my body. Well, you just had a hot dog, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw this thing. It was like I was at I was in the women's restroom in 1984 at a rave, and someone's or 1994, and someone said, "Do you want this? I got a blue pill at the bottom of my bag. Do you want to try that? Why yeah. not? Yeah, right. Yeah. Why do I care about what's going?" On? <laughs> 
It's just like, yes, with some of the stuff I've eaten, vaccine is the least of my worries. Yeah. (laughs) And Lydia. Yes. What did you buy that tanked? I can think of one thing, but it was a timing issue. Yeah. Takis. Takis, yes. I brought Takis in. Before Takis were Takis That's here. right. I found them over in the States and I said, yep. And I, and I made arrangements to bring them in. I brought a, I can't say shitload in. I was going to say the technical yeah, term would be yeah, shitload. Uh, yeah. uh, nobody wanted them. No. Now I can't get enough of them. No, people will kill each other for them. They I will know. lie. And the other thing, one other thing that I could talk of that that I love, absolutely love, and I, I search high and low. Yep. For them in Texas is candied jalapeno. Oh, yes. And they were they were magnificent. Nobody bought them. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's timing. It's like pre, yeah. pre TikTok, pre <laughs> Pinterest. But you I'll know, tell you one thing. There are see. so many products that we have bring that we bring in or have brought in yep. that we have been so far ahead of the curve. I'm not gonna put my flag up, but I am. Good. Because yes, well, we you do should. our homework. You know, we search, we listen, yep. okay? We, you know, when we're able to travel, we travel there. And that's one thing we're always doing when we're traveling is looking for those niches. And yeah. that's what, you know, and we get these things well, you know, we find them and we bring them in well before anybody else. And all of a sudden, like Coles has them. Well, oh, look, they got in at Coles. They didn't have it two years ago, did they? No. Yeah. yeah. No, I. And, and I don't yeah. even see Curtis Stone anymore. <laughs> We to bring him up. Okay. Yeah. I that had is, to. Sorry. That <laughs> is funny. Yes. And I remember seeing barbecue sauces, um, like Sweet Baby Ray's. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, Ainsley was in prep. She's now in her first year of right. uni. We were bringing it yep. in. Yeah. All that All time. the time. And then when I said, oh, look, we're bringing in so much of it, I got to go go directly. And I and I called the people we because we were bringing Ken's. It's the same company. Yep. They already signed a deal with somebody else. Oh. <laughs> yeah. My fault. I was too late. Oh, wow. Anyway, uh, Peter goes, do you get seasonal candy? Sometimes. Yeah. Because it's really hard because uh, when they come out in the U.S. and by the time they get here, that season is over. Valentine's Day is yeah. over. Easter's over. We were having some luck. Yeah. Better luck pre-COVID. Yeah. And things like people ask for peeps because they do all seasons. They yeah. were actually not producing um, – their Christmas and their Halloween ones last year because mm. of COVID. So we do have some problems with actual And I do supply. have peeps uh, on a pre-order Great. coming in. And we a do lot. do that. So yeah. we try to pre-order as much. And, and you know, it's great if you can, uh, when, once we let it, let everyone know, come in and grab it. Mm. Now, my, my turn is yeah. now. How did Phil and Jeanette meet from Eileen? Why does she want to know? Why not? She reads the Inquirer. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she wants to know why Jeanette puts up with you with all the things you say as Uh, her things go. Well, we met on a blind date at the Crazy Country Club in Brooklyn. All right. Okay. So you could Google, there's a whole history of the Crazy Country Club, warm beer and lousy food. (laughs) That was the whole premise of it. Um, Yeah. It was like the first comedy club. Oh, cool. Yeah. And it was only down the block from uh, uh, Superstar uh, where they did, you know, the thing for it, uh, John Travolta. Oh, yeah, yeah, the nightclub. Yeah, it's on the, like on basically on the same block, like a block away, on the same same avenue. <laughs> so it was there. So that was that's where we met. Okay, so who set it up? Um, 
Gotta give I us think, a bit I th- more. I think I'm, I'm just trying to. Th- I don't remember. I think one <laughs> one of our friends that we both friend, were friends with. Yep. Okay. I think it was a girl that I was going out with. Yes. And then stopped going out with her, and she knew Jeanette, and we just decided, oh, why don't we all get together? And that's how what happened. Very nice. And how many years then? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Seventy something. I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't count. Brendan years. Francis. <laughs> Brendan's yeah. dad used to. As say As long as I don't get those days that. Do you know what today is? <laughs> no, because you did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, don't do that. Brendan. Uh, Brendan's dad used to say every twenty years. Was well, it? Thirty, I think it was coming up. Yep. You <laughs> should uh, be able to renegotiate. Yeah. Yeah. It should be twenty and out, like the cops. <laughs> Now, um, speaking of mom, moms, I'm going to throw in, uh, Brendan had a conversation today with mom and he also spoke to, well, we have, we also have Megan, which I'm Megan, which I mentioned a lot. Mm -hmm. So we've got a couple of old favorites. I want to make sure we get in here. So now mom Ha- has asked us how you have you ever gotten fully comfortable with the holiday seasonal experience example at christmas do you like the meal heat beach summer situation or do you actually prefer it like what do you prefer well me i prefer the cold okay yeah, and when i first when i moved from the east coast to california southern cal mm-hmm. it was like you know what happened to christmas <laughs> yeah the lights don't look Twinkly enough, uh, the, yeah. you know all that. So it gets of, dark early, but yeah. that's about it. But yeah. it's too warm. You can go to the beach, or and then you could go up to the mountains and go skiing on the same day. Yeah, yeah. But now uh, the whole atmosphere just goes away with the temperature. Yeah, and and I I miss I'm the same, and I also miss the whole lead up with mm. work and people having open oh, houses yeah. and Christmas parties. Yeah, and you're all dressed up. Really nicely, and well, nice. you get well. See, we, you lived in California. It doesn't get as cold. It gets cold there. Well, you Northern are. California, yeah, we were yeah, yeah. But in you know, like in New York, you know, it, you get bundled up, and then you know, like you know, all the coats go on the bed. You know, <laughs> yeah. to quote George Carlin, that's why no one gets pregnant on Thanksgiving because all the coats are on the bed. What about other holidays? Um. Well, I think, well, like uh, Halloween is sort of almost because it's like in between seasons. Yeah, Halloween's so. catching up here. I'm yeah. glad I had. I'm glad I was a kid at home. Yeah, but it, but yeah. it gets some Halloween. It is too hot here. Yeah, like that's that. right. Yeah. Um, and I also think you, with Easter, that's sort of hard because that's yeah spring and you fall and all that sort of opposites. Mm. But you know, Zena, she lived at. <laughs> She moved to Hawaii. Yeah. We both hate summer and we both hate humidity. And then she moves to Hawaii. And I was like, what? And we called each other on Christmas, like, what the hell were we thinking? <laughs> this is just not right. Now, she also had another question for you, which is, what is the, this is a fun one for you, the yeah. fundamental difference with labeling in Australia? What are some of the must, must nots? When I sent Barbara, constant comment tea, it was going to cost, it was like hundreds of dollars. Mm. Or for it to be investigated before it was approved or released. Yeah, well, like the, I'll do it with the backwards first. So the constant comment tea, well, that has orange peel, I believe in it. Yes, it does. And at the time, they were running up a big stink about orange peel, and they have to, uh, what they would do is put it into a radiation type thing to kill any bacteria or germs mm-hmm. that might come out and you know infest the orange plants here in Australia. 
I don't know, whatever. I don't know how it was going to happen from my drawer to my teacup, but yeah. anyway. So that that was that. That's why they were doing that. Yeah, I think they really let off on that. So I guess that's not a threat anymore. Uh, the other the other fundamental things on labeling is I, I bitch about they don't put uh, cholesterol on mm-hmm. it and they don't put trans fats. No, they don't. No, trans fats is what kills you. <laughs> you know, and they don't put it on. And At we, least the Americans put trans fats on. That's right. And then also we got to change the coloring from red forty to you know the number red number six one oh six or yep. one oh two one ten one twenty nine is the red things. one red forty yep. one twenty nine. Yeah. Then and then the other line of uh, serving size. And then per 100 grams, which I think that makes a bit of a sense because yeah. then you could look at everything equally. That's correct. Where in the U.S., you have one. It's basically per serve size. Yeah. But now they're doing some of them where, uh, like on a drinks, per serve size and can size. Oh, Because okay. they know that people are going to drink the whole thing. Yeah. Not split it. Yeah, because- Like drink dr- half of the bottles now. Oh, here's the other half, Barbara. You could have the other half after I just gurgle all <laughs> over it. That's like thinking a big Doritos bag is a serving. Yeah. It's, it's, it breaks your heart when you read the back. Yeah. And also, it's funny because we you know, we have to have kilojoules. Yeah. And most people still go by calories even exactly. here. Exactly, yeah. Like, you know, they one, go, do you have 100 the, calorie snacks? We got picked up on that one. Oh, you forgot to put it into kilojoules. You know, who cares? You know, you still buy a quarter pounder at McDonald's, right? That's okay. right. And uh, and we got Leslie. Yes. She wants to know the two or three foods that we absolutely miss from America. Not so much, you know, pizza, burgers, but real food. Yep. So you go. Um, I terribly miss biscuits and gravy on uh, American breakfast in general, like with Lockford sausage. Grand Slam. That's right. Local, be it, be it the Grand Slam or, you know, going out. Um Mexican food, you yeah. know. Um, I do miss the different cuts of meat. I, like I mm-hmm. I miss, you know, although we're seeing a few things like that. Uh-huh. I miss mom's food, you know, so anything yeah. home cooked like like that. And, um, well, C's candy. I miss C's yeah. candy. But, you know, there's some things uh, and frosted sugar cookies. Frosted sugar cookies. It's just yeah. like the lighthouse. Yeah. You know, I just, I just miss that. Well, I don't know. What I miss is a lot of fresh foods, you know, mm. um, like fresh bread. Even though I could find good bread to get here, but yeah. like, you know, things like that and the pastries, you know, the yeah. Italian pastries, even though we do get some, but not the full not line. Not the whole. Yeah. And uh, absolutely like a restaurant, the first place, like from in Vegas or in New York, Call Mines. Mm. Okay. I just got to go to Call Mines. The food there is just, you know, it's so good, yeah. You know, and and I don't get you don't we don't have the middle of the road restaurants here. No, you know, I mean, Carmine's Mind is a little bit above the middle of the road, but not far above it. It's yeah. not like the you know like a six hundred dollar meal. But okay. It's not Chili's. Yeah, but we don't have a Chili's. Or not have an I Apple. miss chain restaurants like yeah. that too because they have their place. Yeah, they really but, do. Yeah, you want to go in and not kill the bank account and sit there and have a nice comfortable meal where you know what you got to get, even though they really don't have any. Chefs there. No, it's you cooks. Know. You know what else I miss? Appetizers and eating at the bar. Or like uh, waiting at the bar before you go to dinner. I yeah. miss that feeling. And then yeah. by the time you eat, you're you're full. Yeah. And both I miss I miss New York style Chinese Cantonese food. Yeah. Yeah. And ours are very yeah, New York and California, it's different. It's yeah. night and right, day. Totally different. When we went to California to have Chinese food, it's like, what, what is this? this? I know. Yeah. What's it? Yeah. So yeah. those are some of the things I miss. Um yeah. 
Now, uh, Megan, she gave us a few questions, mm-hmm. and uh, some of them we've covered. But um, now, back with Megan, she was a child in California the same time I was. Her mom was Australian and her dad was American. So very much like you, Phil. So then she moved back to Australia after moving around the U.S. a little bit. So um, how did the different cuisines in the U.S. come about? I know Mexican food in California, Arizona, Texas, and New Mexico due to the proximity to Mexico. But what about other areas? Plus, good Mexican in California is nothing like food in Mexico. So, uh, or Creole and Cajun in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, They all put their little spin on it. I mean, just like I just said before with Chinese food, you know, in New York, they put the spin on it to make it for the people that live there. That this is what they want to eat. And my Italian food in my part, I think it's very Northern Italian in Mm. my area because I think a lot of people from Northern Italy um, settled in San Francisco. So, you know, we have different experience with Chinese food. But even it's a taste difference. Like the New York. Uh, Italian food is different like them in California. You get more, more variety in New York yep. or in Florida. Uh, and the other thing that – one of the things that uh, – what do we miss there? Yes. Ravioli. Oh, my God, yes. You know, when Costco first over here, opened had, here, they, they had, had ravioli it. that came from America that was, was magnificent, And that I don't have it anymore. <laughs> well, that's what they do here. They mm. take it all away. Yeah. Um, also, you'll have German – Sort of like in Minnesota and things, they'll have more yes. Scandinavian so, German So most things. of all, of the influences came from migrants. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So the melting pot. Um, what are some of the some food traditions with different cultures in America? Um, for example, do um, American Indians have holidays they celebrate with food? My apologies for my ignorance. I left the USA in 12 and never lived anywhere with a significant American Indian influence. Neither did I. Well, I did a bit of homework. Yeah. Um, and they do. So, uh, Native Americans. They use a lot of corn. They do. And actually there's this great dish because I've got some dishes that are used. Mm. Often the biggest gathering is a powwow. There's a, um, where they all get together and sometimes 500 different Is that where they smoke the coyote? There's also peyote. peyote, But no, I don't know what, I don't know the whole thing. It's a lot of dancing celebration. But for example, there's, um, three sisters, which is um, hominy, beans, and squash. So um, they are directed in their connection to the past, but a symbol of uh, resistance to the destruction of their culture. So it's very symbolic. Um, So the Gathering of Nations is that powwow, and they have a list of their foods that they serve there. So strawberry juice, which is medicinal as well as yummy, fry bread, Mm. which came along later with um, sort of the – with a um, English sort of flour and how that was done. And they also have Indian tacos made out of the fried bread. And if you ever have a chance to have had that at the county fair, they are fantastic because it's a big fluffy sort Mm. of thing. Um, Buffalo, bison, and elk burgers are another thing. But um, there's um, a Native American chef named uh, Sean Sherman, and he was talking about um, like often bison and hominy is served. Um, it's it's part of the Lakota tradition, and um, so almost where you would have a different ceremonies and things, that would be the one. Um, roast turkey and black walnuts, um, and trout is a sacred food in yeah. the um, uh, northeast, north, northwest. Yeah, northwest. Um, and there's also another one I love. It's wild rice and berries with popped rice. And the Anish 
Anishinaabe, I'm sure I'm getting that wrong language. Uh, wild rice is means good. The word for it means good berry, and it served at many ceremonies in the Great Lakes region for holiday celebrations, from weddings to funerals. Mm. So you know, Thanksgiving is a uh, is a not a topic with most Native American cultures now, because you know the meaning of that has been sort of changed, and they've recognized you know they're trying to keep onto their culture. Right. So. Food is part of their religion and part of their being. So there are things like that around, and different tribes have different um, different uh, foods that they celebrate. And also, if you get a chance to go to any of the powwows, people that aren't part of the tribe are also welcome to come and watch. So you can hit the uh, – Next time we go to Oklahoma. That's, that's right. Time. Hit the snack stand would be great. Now, she also want to know about Americans love a peanut butter, pumpkin pie, and cinnamon and almond extract, which uh, I, I could just say what's not to love with all of the above. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I feel, and you know, we kind of, we invented peanut butter or mm. what's the gentleman's name that invented peanut butter? I forgot oh. his name. Uh, uh, whatever. Carver. Well, yes, that's it. George Carver. Um, now, I was so stupid, Megan. What were you thinking? I know we're from California. That is why almonds are so popular, almond extract. The Italians and the Mediterraneans brought it over. The conquistadors, or how do you say it here? Conquistadors. The conquistadors, conquistadors. brought <laughs> almonds to California mm-hmm. and started raising them. So uh, California is the center of almond growing. So that is why it's so popular in our cooking because a lot of Italian and Mediterranean. And draining all the water now. And draining all the water down. Yeah, so let's not get into that. Um, But so that is why it's so big and probably not as big here. And I thought, why didn't I think about that? My dad's house was in the middle of an almond orchard. I'm an idiot. There you go. That's it. And um, I love hearing Phil talk about the business and the trials of getting products, bringing things into Australia, and even the impact of covid on mail, shipping costs, etc. Yeah, I think everybody's familiar with that now, with the post office shutting down for three days. Yeah, it's not just us. Yes. It's not not just, us. just us. We've been do- doing quite well with the amount of orders we get in mm. and keeping everybody busy. And we're, we're trying to keep it within a week by the time it's in and out. Yeah, we're doing our very yeah. best. Okay, so I think that uh, we're going to have to wrap that up. We're over time. Oh, as goodness. Always. But time always goes so quickly when we're having fun. That really. is right. I mean, we, we just sometimes we start these things and we don't know, like, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> and then we then Brenda's gone, cut it now. Yeah. You gotta go. And then if we stop recording and we go, and another thing. And, and what about that? Yeah, it keeps right. going. You have to do an after show ne- next no, week. We yeah, yeah, that's an right. After show, the outtakes. Anyway, <laughs> look, what, because we're well over the, we try to keep everything within the hour. We're well over the hour. Yes. Sorry. So how about if we hold all the other stuff that we usually do till next time? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yep. And uh, we'll have to say at this time, it's time to say goodbye. It is. Well, <laughs> but we do have a little thing to say goodbye with, don't we? Yes. Yeah, so I'm trying to find it. Yeah. I'll, do, you want, do you want me to do it? Yeah, you could do it. Okay. Okay. Um, so we have a quote. Oh, Einstein. Uh, yeah, Albert Einstein. The important thing is to not to is not to stop questioning. Exactly. That was like a theme of the sixties. Yep. Question authority. We I do that all the time and you get yes. pissed off at me. I don't get pissed off with you. <laughs> I just try to I just try to Settle me down. down. Settle That's me right. down. Settle down. He's not, he's, you're not 17 anymore. Okay, <laughs> let's look at both sides. Let's just calm down. I see where you're going. But and actually next week. 
don't forget, tune in. It's potluck. All right. <laughs> I've been told you don't grow old living life this way. Maybe so, but all I know is I'm living day to day. Once you find a love like mine, you know that love is true. Understand, I'm just a man with a pork fat baby back blues. Yeah, understand, I'm still your man with a pork fat baby back blues.